God bless you and welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. And yes, this is not the normal day that I put out my podcast, but this is a special Halloween edition. I wanted to share some research and some study uh, that I came across as I have been studying through the book of Galatians. Um, And some of you who are familiar with the book of Galatians, some of the things I'm going to share with you today, you probably totally missed because you would have to be looking for it in order to find it. You would have to actually be uh, researching something else in order to connect the dots uh, to put together this particular study. And so we're going to be diving into Halloween from the Apostle Paul's perspective. And you're probably thinking, what do you mean Halloween from the Apostle Paul's perspective? What perspective did Paul have on Halloween? Halloween is a modern day holiday. And yes, that is true. Halloween over the uh, decades, the centuries, has morphed into what we have today. Um, when we trace it back, Halloween was once Hallow's Eve. It was once All Saints' Eve, uh, which was uh, instituted by the Catholic Church in probably the 6th or 7th century um, uh, AC, AD. And uh, from that point forward, uh, became what we know as Halloween, because Halloween literally means uh, the Eve of Halamus. And Halamus was roughly translated as um, the gathering of the saints. And uh, the Catholic Church, when they took over uh, Halloween from and none, other, none other than the Celtics, uh, which we will trace back to the book of Galatians uh, in our Bibles, Uh, They saw that they felt that it was evil and they wanted to commandeer it um, as they did with a lot of holidays like um, Easter and Christmas and some of these holidays. If we really trace them back, um, we really have to examine should we be um, observing these holidays. We use the term celebrating, uh, but the biblical term is observing and we'll dive into that as well. Uh, First and foremost, I want to thank you for listening to the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, uh, CastBox, uh, whatever um, outlet you're listening to this on, I want to thank you. If you're seeing this on YouTube, please help me out by subscribing. Click the like button, click the bell so you can get um, notifications whenever we put out a new video. Um, And if you would like to support uh, this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash anthony-wilson slash support. Um, and support us there, or you can go to dollar sign a Wilson two two seventy three to give a one time gift. All of your support is uh, needed, and we are thankful for it. Those that are supporting, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, you know that I am a full time uh, missionary pastor, and uh, this is what I do all the time: is I preach, teach, uh, disciple. Um, podcast. Uh, That is what I do um, 16, 20 hours a day. (laughs) I probably sleep about four to six hours a day, get up in the morning for prayer, get back to this thing. This is my life. Um, And so this particular study, um, it's not going to be long because it's going to be to the point. 
but I want you to grab a hold of this information. This is going to be eye-opening, especially for the, the members at Shore Foundation, um, our church. We are a church that really dives into the Word and wants to know what the Bible says. Our church is built on the sure foundation of Jesus Christ as Lord, and we want um, sound doctrine to be um, our guide. And so <clears throat> as I get ready to dive into this subject, Halloween from the Apostle Paul's perspective, um, I want to share with you that uh, most scholars have agreed that Halloween um, originated with the Celtic people, uh, the Celtic people. And so um, the Celtic people are connected to the book of Galatians uh, by way of history. And so we're going to go into a little bit of that. The book of Galatians is written to an ancient uh, people called uh, the Galatians, which uh, is translated from the word Celtic uh, into Greek, which is Galatians. Um, the, the, the Strong's Concordance, for those that use your Strong's, you can go right to your Strong's Concordance. It is 1053 in the Greek, Galatia, a region in Asia Minor. Um, it took its name from the Gaelic tribes that crossed into Asia Minor and settled down in the region of uh, Pamphagoia, uh, Pontus, Cappadocia, um, uh, Phrygia, and Bethania. Um, they got there by the way of um, the invasion force <clears throat> that they employed uh, to go into that region um, as they were expanding uh, into uh, this region uh, around 279 uh, BCE. Uh, they expanded into the region uh, and the, the names come from the Greek Gau, which was repeated by the Latin writers of Gala. The Celtics were offered the region by the king uh, neighboring Bethany, uh, Nicomedes, uh, and that was 278 to 255 BC. Uh, they established themselves in three provinces up to four Canton words comprised of cities, states, uh, the governors, respectively, by three tribes, which made up the initial group. That's a very difficult word to say. The Galatian uh, Celtics retained their culture at first, uh, continued to observe their ancient religious festivals and rituals, but gradually became Hellenized to the point where they were referred to as Greek Gauls uh, by some Latin writers. They were conquered by Rome in 189 BC and became becoming a client state, but were granted a degree of autonomy under the reign of Diomitros, the divine bull. Um, after Pompey the Great, um, they were... Uh, then known under August Caesar, Augustus Caesar. Uh, it is best known for the biblical book of Galatians and the letter written to the Christian community there by Paul, or St. Paul. And so the Celtics are the ones who basically uh, were the founders of what we call Halloween. So the Celtics are given the credit for this origin um, they originally had a fall festival called Samhain 
um, and it was observed on October 31st, um, over 2,000 years ago, which puts them right in the biblical times. Um, the day was a part of a celebration and a ritual. The celebration was the uh, end of the harvest season, thus the pumpkins and nuts and the fall theme that you see um, in the modern day Halloween. Um, in addition, it was a ritual to keep the dead from overcoming the living. At this time, it was believed by the Celtics, the Galatians, that the veil uh, between life and death was at its thinnest point. And so on October 31st, on this particular uh, Samhain, um, this, this, this ritual was to burn bonfires to keep back the ghosts of the past from coming into the land of the living. You wanted to keep the ghosts at bay. And so um, this was accompanied with, you know, some other things, mischief and um, a different type of dancing and um, all kinds of uh, parties that they would throw at that particular time. And this is in ancient times. This is very uh, ancient times. Um, the Apostle Paul was fighting fiercely for the souls of the Galatian church. And he addresses this celebration, not specifically, not by name, um, but he addresses it in the passage of Galatians chapter 4, uh, verses 8 through 11. And it's very interesting because once you connect that the Celtics, which most people know as European and didn't know that the same Celtics launched an invasion force into the Mediterranean um, and into that area of Asia Minor and then settled there um, in an area which is now modern day Turkey, <clears throat> which the Apostle Paul was evangelizing in his day, the early uh, first century. Uh, most people don't connect it that in that time, all of their culture, all of their religious festivals and rituals had came with them. And so even though they were being Hellenized, we know in Acts chapter 14 um, that Paul and Barnabas were thought to be Zeus um, and Hermes, which that's the Hellenization of the um, Galatians or the Celtics. And so they began to believe in those gods. They believed in a pantheon of gods. And we'll get to that in a minute. But the Apostle Paul begins to address them because at this particular time, he wants the Galatians, the Celtics, right, to be free from the worship of, of gods, of their gods, and from the celebration or the observances of these festivals. They, he, he uses the term in verse, um, in verse 10 of Galatians chapter 4. He says, you observe days and months and seasons and years. Now, this may not seem like anything. But here's the argument of Galatians. The argument in Galatians is Paul is convincing the Gentile Christians, which are the Celtics. They are not Jewish. They are of Celtic heritage. Uh, the word Galatian, Galatian is derived from Celtic. This group of people is being pressured by the Jews to take on the Jewish law, which comes with it, circumcision, and their festivals 
new moons and Sabbaths. So they, they, Paul is arguing with them that I don't want you to observe these things because it just takes you back into the bondage that you came out of. And so let's read from verse 8 to verse 11. But indeed, you did not know God. You serve those gods by which, by nature, which by nature are not gods. Who is he talking about? He's talking about this huge list of gods that they had. Um, they had a list of gods. Dagda, the Morangan, Lung, uh, Danu, uh, Saranos, uh, uh, Bridgge, and much, much more. They had goddesses, gods and goddesses, and they were serving these gods. And so the Apostle Paul says, indeed, when you did not know God, you served those gods uh, which by nature are not gods. But now, after you have known God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you uh, desired again to be in bondage? So he says, why are we going back to bondage in serving uh, these cultural, weak, elemental things that you have been set free from in Christ? Verse 10, you observe days, months, seasons, and years. And I am afraid, I'm afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. What is the Apostle Paul saying here? He's saying that I fought for you to be free from these things, free from the gods that you were serving, and free from the observance of these particular days, months, seasons, and years. Now, if you understand anything about the Celtic religions, they have an entire calendar full of sacred days that they celebrate. And they had days, they had months, they had seasons. Um, they, a lot of their celebrations coincide with seasons, just like uh, Samhain, which later on becomes Halloween. Samhain was a celebration of the harvest season, the end of the harvest season, and the beginning of the winter season. And so this was a transition period in between. And uh, for uh, those who heard my uh, podcast on Christian witches, uh, they have times and years where they pray for certain things, uh, prosperity, um, good luck, um, um, fertility, um, they, 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 they get their information so that they can accomplish the things that they want in life. And so this coincides with this worship or serving of gods uh, that by nature, he says, are not gods. And so what are these gods, right? They're the elemental spirits, right? The beggarly elements, the spirits of this world um, are being served. And I know for some of you like, wow, this is crazy that this is in these verses. Well, it, 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 it is interesting because unless you do an examination of history, you don't realize that the Celtics actually ended up in Galatia and Galatians is actually the Celtics. Um, and moving forward, um, the apostle Paul then ministers to them and preaches the gospel to them, but then they are under attack by the Jews who want them to become, um, Jewish in order to become saved. And Paul says, look, if you do that, you're actually going backwards instead of forwards. And so, uh, Samhain, this particular day is just one of many. Um, it is the beginning of their new year. 
And so he says, the observance of days. So Samhain was a day. It was in the month of October. Um, the season was fall. And it says years. This is the new year. This is the new year. So all of those things, Samhain falls into all of these categories. And you say, why do you keep saying Samhain? Because that's what it was originally called. It wasn't called um, Halloween. It wasn't called Halloween. It was called Samhain. It became Halloween when the Catholic Church, somewhere around the 6th or 7th century A.D., um, felt that it was evil, and the Christians in that area uh, of Europe, this is now in Europe, uh, the Catholic, the Roman Catholics began uh, to hijack it, and they turned it into All Hallows' Eve. Um, and it is because November 1st became All Saints' Day which is a celebration of the martyrs um, who were faithful and died for their faith. And so October 31st became the eve of that day. And so in making um, November 1st All Saints Day, inadvertently they made this October 31st uh, the eve of All Saints Day. And so that's where we got Hallow's Eve, which then became Hallow Ween. <laughs> Crazy, right? Um, and then throughout history, um, because, you know, later on we, we found it back in its um, European roots, it, uh, Halloween was transplanted to America when the Irish came over um, in the 1800s and they brought over traditions like bobbing for apples and um, uh, trick or treat, which they would uh, the kids would knock on doors or vandalize um, houses and they would put masks on to disguise themselves um, in the early 19th century, the 1900s, sorry, in the early 1900s, it became violent and it actually became a point of extortion, according to historian uh, David Skull. He's a historian author. Um, he said it became um, extortion. Uh, that they, if you wanted them to leave your store alone or your house alone, then you would give kids candy. And then it became kind of a tradition to hand out candy to the kids on this particular day. And that's where trick or treat, you know, became the calling card. And then all of a sudden, um, it's well known in America. <laughs> but there's so many other parts to this, right? Because when you go back to the time of the Bible, in the time of the Bible where they were worshiping their gods, um, they had their priests who were called the Druids, and the Druids were magicians and sorcerers. They were their holy men, so so to speak, um, and they, they taught them and connected them to the gods. And so uh, this book of Galatians uh, is very deep, and this Halloween uh, that people celebrate today or observe today um, is interesting. And so Paul Let's look at verse 10 again in Galatians chapter 4. You observe days, uh, months, seasons, and years. This term observe, uh, 3906 in your strongs, means to follow alongside insidiously, scrupulously, and superstitiously. It means to keep uh, the rituals and traditions uh, of a day. Insidiously, the reason why he uses this term because insidious is something that is subtle, um, that is progressive, but eventually becomes harmful. And so when they're celebrating these days, at first, 
is not a big deal, but after a while they're caught up in it. Wow, that sounds like American culture today, where Halloween is, is very insidious because it seems like it's not a big deal. Next thing you know, um, you're caught up in it and it's harmful. Um, it, it can be very harmful. He says scrupulously, this means uh, meticulously, um, you know, that they followed every detail, every ritual, every um, traditional uh, precept, they follow that. And he says superstitiously, which means if you don't follow it, you feel like bad luck's going to happen to you. If you do follow it, you're going to have a good year. You're going to have good fortune. And uh, this is the part that most people use the term religious, right? They said, oh, you're being religious, which means you're following something, thinking that if I don't do this, something bad is going to happen to me. But if I do do this, something good is going to happen to me. That, that people use the term religious, but that's really superstitious. That's not religious at all. That's superstitious. And, and you're following it because you believe that it is tied to your fortune, to your um, fate, to your destiny. And so for the Celtics... Um, in their um, antiquity, it, it was very superstitious because if they did not do these rituals, the dead could overtake the living. That the, the fine, uh, thin line between the living and the dead could be breached. And so they had to burn the bonfires to keep them back. They had to go through the different rituals to keep the evil back and to maintain um, uh, their freedom. And so uh, I know this is a lot of information I threw at you and you're probably like, man, how do you connect that to the book of Galatians? Well, uh, the apostle Paul was one of the greatest missionaries that you'll ever meet. He knew how to go into cultures and observe and identify what was going on in that culture and then preach Christ in that culture. And the Galatians um, were one of those cultures where they come from a greater group of people and they were transplanted there and into this region and they brought their, their culture, they brought their religious practices with them. And so Paul identified those things and he began to share Christ as the only way. And then the Jews began to come behind him and try to bring those people back into bondage to the type of things that they were set free from. And you say, so what does that have to do with um, Halloween today? Well, that's the question. Are we observing Halloween? Are Christians supposed to celebrate or observe Halloween? Are they to follow the practices of Halloween? Because Paul views that as being brought back into bondage. Paul sees that as if you are uh, entangling yourself with these particular days, months, seasons, years. He's afraid that he has labored in vain because maybe you don't understand that you are free in Christ. Let me show you something in Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14, I think, says it the clearest. Uh, Paul explains to us exactly what he means. And he says this, so many have quoted this, but this is important. He says that one person esteems one day above another, and another esteems every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. 
verse 6. He who observes the day, here it is, observes the day, observes it to the Lord. He who does not observe the day, to the Lord he does not observe it. He who eats, eats to the Lord, and for he gives God thanks. And he who does not eat to the Lord, he does not eat, and he gives God thanks. Observing the day, can you observe Halloween unto the Lord? That's the only question I have. If you can, and you're convinced in your own mind, then by all means. If you can't, then by all means, don't do it. You say, well, shouldn't we tell Christians not to do this or not to do that? No, we have to go with scripture. And this is important because what a person observes, what they follow alongside, the the, the traditions that they keep, the one thing that a Christian should be doing is that Christ should be the center of my celebration. That Jesus being Lord should be seen in what I'm celebrating. No matter what it is, if Jesus is not the Lord of my celebration, then my celebration has to be cut off and it has to be done away with. And so I ask again, Halloween, as Paul asked, you observe these days, these months, these seasons, these years, Are you able to observe them unto the Lord? If you are and you're convinced in your own mind, then amen. But if you're not, don't. Don't mess with it. Don't do it. Um, Paul has already uh, dealt with these celebrations, these days, these circumstances, both the Gentile celebrations and the Jewish celebrations all fall under these categories. You serve them as unto the Lord, that they can't be about you. They can't be about Satan. They can't be about sin. They have to be done unto the Lord. Uh, Give me your feedback um, on this particular video um, and let me know uh, if this episode helps you any, opens your eyes to something new and different. Um, Remember, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit the uh, bell and then subscribe and hit that bell so that you can get every uh, episode that we put out. Um, If you're on CastBox or Spotify, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you give me feedback. Um, On Spotify, you can respond to me. You can talk to me just like on YouTube. Uh, I pray that this helps you. Remember to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.